Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Welcome everyone, the weave wheels as it will and the pattern has determined that we will be back for the Dragon Weave Nude Episode 5 and that's exactly what we're here to do is review Episode 5 of the Wheel of Time. Uh, I am Cam, that's Christine, that's Kyle, uh, we're back again, if you've watched this before you know the score, if not we're kind of going to get any full spoilers right away once we've, we've kind of given our grades, um, so just to let you know how it's going to go and if you've never been on the genreverse or you've never checked out LRM online.com before, tell, tell us the, the good people why they should. LRMonline.com is where you can get all your entertainment news, needs, opinions, celebrity interviews from the LRM YouTube channel and more. All of our podcasts that are available here on the Genreverse YouTube channel and Genreverse Podcast Network are available on the website as well. Subscribe on the YouTube channel, because in addition to news and, and reviews podcasts, you get trailer and anime reactions, and that's pretty freaking cool. Uh, we're pretty much on all the big apps, Spotify, Apple, Amazon even, so check that out. And hey, there is merch down below. Don't have a Dragon Reviewed thing, because I don't think I can use that symbol, because it's 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 really close to the, uh, to the <laughs> to actual, the actual things, but, uh, we'll see, yeah, we'll see what we that. might be able to do, uh, Wheel of Time in the, we could, in the we future. We could just do the what? We could just do the what? We could, we yeah. could come up with something i'll 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 figure something out for season season three uh but yeah that's it follow subscribe leave thumbs up uh comments uh thank you to everyone down uh in the comments the last couple of episodes giving us encouragement uh to keep doing this and talking about how you enjoy these two uh uh, uh, not ascended. What is it? Ex- accepted. I was in Dragon Ball Z mode. I was oh. Super Saiyan ascended. But, uh, no. <laughs> Ex- accepted. Uh, level two people here. So, uh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk about this this episode, Cam. Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed it. So we'll we'll just kind of get straight into people's grades and and kind of what you thought, uh, Christine. Oh gosh. Um, I think I'm gonna give it an A. Uh, good, yeah, good. it was really good. I I don't really think I have any complaints. Nope. Cool, cool. Okay. Hey, what were you? Where were you? Uh, as I'm trying to correct, uh, I got solo windows now. Hi, everybody. You can focus on this amazingness right here. Yeah, I just put it back to Christine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, episode. Uh, it's I titled this review thrilling fun because i think that's what it is uh i easily give it a a good solid a um lacking of like many things that you know when you want to hold on to your a plus when your name's not nick doll we haven't cam we haven't had a dig at nick doll in a while but when your name's not nick doll you want to you want to have the hand those a pluses or those tens out of tens out very very sparing not everyone can like so. everything as much as nick it's just <laughs> impossible there's only room for one of yeah. those people in the world and it's, it's yeah nick. definitely 
Uh, there were there were a few uh, CGI slash blue screen green screen volume. It looked like they might even have a or if not the volume itself, but something like a that. Similar similar screen technology that they were trying to use. Uh, Perrin during the daytime specifically when he was supposed to be on the edge of the water looked real layered. If that makes sense hmm. to anyone that kind of knows about compositing shots, I just felt like there was some hell between the the composite the layers but but that might be me just looking for for something but it did look i don't kind of yeah, just sometimes there's there's things like there was this scene um where you have um uh, uh nynaeve uh she wakes up after being uh taken and um what is her name i can't leandrin yes guy. thank you yeah. i don't know why i was drawing a blank there but like you could see behind her like the horses were like just really stiff, <laughs> and it's like yeah. <laughs> That's when they were in the ways, wasn't it? Like yeah. she yeah. woke up very yeah. slightly. She spoke to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was. I think they kind of almost had that, and he just established that's how they got there. You know, to yeah. make sure everybody knew that they had got there really quickly, not just through some other magical door that went straight there. But um, but it was a strange scene that one. I, I have to admit, and and. You know, I didn't really notice the horses, but you know, I did notice that it was it looked a little bit stiff at that point. Mm -hmm. But generally it was a pretty good episode. I did give this one an A plus, and I think there's there's a lot of reasons for that. Maybe it's something that's coming from a, a, a kind of book reader's standpoint. It was my favourite episode of the series so far. So I'm kinda of worried if I get an A plus I won't be able to go above that. And I think there could be some contenders to based on where the story's going to to surpass this one to be perfectly honest yeah. i'm really looking forward to because I, I know a little bit about what happens next week um and you know i'm really looking forward to seeing how everyone kind of reacts to to that one uh but we'll talk about that next week um <laughs> so yeah i was in an a plus i really enjoyed it i guess the, the favorite things for me were it was kind of we had the bad guys unleashed do you know what i mean a yeah. little bit this week yeah. you know the the veil was lifted a little bit, and especially Lanfear, um, kind of just being Lanfear now and not the weird Celine person that she was kind of mm -hmm. fake trying to be before. And I think mm -hmm. you'd, you'd said, member before, about you know, I just don't get the chemistry between sort of Rand and Celine. And I think you see kind of now why, because you know, in her mind, there is a connection there to the dragon that he doesn't quite understand, but she's also mm. completely batshit crazy and evil, you know, and that's really mm. her, her kind of true nature at this point. And as, as soon as uh, she gets up, we just kind of see her just go into pure evil Darth Vader mode kind of thing, and I just really enjoyed seeing that, especially at the end when she's kind of like get ran tied up in like BDSM mode and she's kind of sitting there, you know, that that's landfear for me, you know, so... Need, um, need one of those types of stands, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I um, like the villain... Go, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 carry on. Uh, I was saying I, I like villain villain stories when they're done well especially mm -hmm. when they they get to be bad guys and i'm i'm eyeballing you sony who wants to turn every uh spider-man villain you've got into some sympathetic anti-hero because you're afraid but to actually have you know with all guys. the spider-man's thing though and all his villains even in the comics all had some thing that happened to them that made them sympathetic mostly 
but their action no no one sympathized with with Norman no one really sympathized with Otto after he was given a, a chance to like I guess you know. not all so much <laughs> but no. anyways no. Uh, Christine's <laughs> tapping me telling me to make sure we stay on, on time this isn't DC this isn't <laughs> Marvel. Marvel this isn't any of that we're right. on fantasy <laughs> so right. I do appreciate bad guys getting to to be uh, bad guys and show them reveling in in their bad guyness and and uh, Ishmael Ishmael and uh, um, Celine Lafier 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 okay there we there we go uh, and Lan Lanfear, uh getting to see them like kind of play with each other so to speak and I don't yeah. mean in the, in the sensual way I mean in a who keeps switching prey and predator type yeah, yeah. way. So yeah. mm. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed, uh, enjoyed that stuff. Most of all, and the, the big, uh, big martial arts fight with, uh, Heron and his new, uh, his new female Chewy. Yeah. Apparently oh, is God. willing to do more with him. The I so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. What about you, babe? What'd you like this episode? Um, I don't know. I, I really liked, um, um, trying to think like with the whole abduction mm. and um you know just seeing them fight and and i honestly thought that um nynaeve and the rich girl i never remember her name elaine redhead elaine yeah it, her like i seriously thought they were in big trouble so that was like a, a really cool surprise for me well when um, they can i get captured but it was actually a yellow isodized warmer mm -hmm. that had captured them yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i was like oh girls you're screwed uh but i was like oh never mind it's so it's lucky. just Egwene that's yeah I, guess, yeah, yeah i guess i was less surprised because i knew that it had to be Egwene and not the other two that get mm. captured because that's where the story goes um so it was kind of less of a surprise to me but i i get what you're saying you know if you don't yeah. know that's coming it's it's absolutely a bit of a shock yeah, um, and that's why I'm kind of excited to, to to get to next week in some ways and and see because uh, we'll get to see how things are from Elaine's point. Uh, sorry, Egwin's point of view now that she has been captured and had that collar and leash put on her. So I, know, I got a, I got a question. Severe, isn't it? I got a question, and hopefully it doesn't require you to to spoil anything. But the way <laughs> they're Na their nanotech collars work <laughs> like did they weave all of those particles really tightly together or are they just not are, like is that explained in the in the books at all that mechanism where it was something tiny and it spread out without her continuously feeding it stuff or is this not just necessarily in the same thing? way but it's but it's a piece of technology that's not from their age it's from mm. the previous age that was we saw little glimpses of where they're flying about in cars and stuff like that mm -hmm. so it's like te but technologically more advanced than our civilization because they also had the one power at that time so they could actually make stuff with a one power really powerful thing so it is so it this is, is something that they, yeah it's kind of i mean it, it's not exactly <laughs> described like that in the book but it's described that you can't just like take it off I, there's no easy way to take it off like, you know? uh, who who raided tony stark's bdsm closet you know <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> yeah I liked it because it kind of made it visually okay, that it's sorry. not just a clip that they put on because you would think, well, why can the person not just reach up and take it off themselves because it's yeah. something to 
do with the one yeah, power. But yeah. I think we'll we'll understand a lot more about how that system works because they'll explain it more next week. I'm guessing, you know, because that would be the kind of appropriate time to do that. Um, I mean, was there? <sighs> no, I'm good. Carry on, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, I guess you know. So we now. I mean, I look at you like that. I love the kind of interactions between Lanfear and Ishi, kind of, you know, that back and forth, and that we know that although ultimately they serve the same master, you know, like mm-hmm. most evil people, they also have their own goals and ambitions. But they're also both, in their own way, obsessed by uh, Rand, you know, yes. and you can see that by the way Lanfear kind of appeared as Rand in the bed. And a few people were like, is that a sexual thing? Is, is Ishii kind of into Rand in that way? I don't think so. I think it's just that that's who he is obsessed with for, for different reasons. covering Rand for, a, like you said, yeah. a different reason. I yeah. mean, he, yeah. he, he did say in this episode that he thinks the dragon will have joined them by by mm-hmm. the time something happens, they'll all be working together and that'll be it, you know? So he's very confident yeah. of Rand kind of going his way at the moment. So... You know, we'll see how obviously how that story goes, but you know, that would be a short series. <laughs> um but no, I, I really, really enjoyed that. And and what I also loved is that this is the first time we're introduced to Tela Amriod, um, which is a bit of a mouthful to say, but you'll get used to it, which is ultimately the dream world. We really haven't explored that much. We've seen it little bits like in season one. People would invade other people's dreams and we didn't really kind of understand mm-hmm. right about it. But that is a key power and Lanfear is the master of the dream world, you know. I called, that's her, her. Uh, I called her Frederica Kruger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's kind of like other people can access it, you know, and we'll, we'll see more of it as the series goes on for sure, you know, and we'll learn more about its rules and everything like that as it's appropriate to do so. So I won't say anything on that, but... I will say that, you know, Lanfear is the master of that realm uh, and that should always be born mind, depending on what happens going forward. Uh, but it, it's a really, it's a cool aspect of the books that, that I loved when they when they get to use that. Um, and it's always kind of interesting to see how all that work and, you know, visual. And we've only seen little glimpses yet so far, but we can see how things can be changed sort of very yeah. quickly. And it'll be interesting to see what what happens between Lanfear and Rand next week because that's kind of show only. So I'm surprised and, and curious to see where that one goes as well. Yeah, and I, I was kind of curious on it because it was said that um, with the amount of time that Rand has spent with her, um, I'm I'm wondering like as time goes by, there's like maybe less of a connection, so it, it could be a little more difficult for Lanfear. Or to, to access his dreams and stuff like that, yeah. you mean? Once um, he's kind of aware, maybe he can fight think, her off or I something. I think there, there are there are definitely ways that in the in the, the Age of Legends, for example, that people would have been able to stop other people coming into their dreams and, and things like that. But but Rand doesn't know any of that at the moment and neither does any, any of the Aes Sedai really in this age. It's a kind of almost like a forgotten skill at this point but you know that that might change going forward but for the moment yeah, he they, may they, learn they don't or... really have any defense against it um mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how that that, that kind of shapes out in the show and, and obviously we found it as well that leandrin is not you know perhaps um misunderstood in any way but really is a dark friend uh, and that there's potentially dark friends um all around the place in and the we tower. just don't know who they are we get the first mention of the black azure 
as well, which is the kind of rumoured uh, Azure that are all dark friends and how's that all going to work and, you know, who, who's going to be a dark friend and who's not. Uh, mm. So I guess we can talk a little bit about the, the kind of clue that Leandrin was a dark friend because she actually broke one of the three offs earlier on in the season. She lied to Matt. Lying. Yeah. Uh, if you remember when she tells Matt about the letter, she says there's no mention of Matt Cawthorn in the letter, which we know there was because it was read later yeah. on and it says, and did, did it, Matt Cawthorn, uh, from Matt at the end. So that was a little kind of clue that for some reason she can lie. Now we don't know why yet, and I'm certainly not going to get into that, but for some reason it seems Leandrin does not at the moment have to follow any of the three offs. She could use the one power against. Um, um, her fellow Aes Sedai in a, in a bad way you know there's clear, a clear intention that he hurt them which there wasn't when they were just training and stuff like that yeah. which is kind of different in their minds um, mm. so yeah there was a few little clues about that but see um, guys intent matters more than words themselves yeah and um, <laughs> and you can probably go back and see several lies and even this episode we see her lying quite plainly to Varen um, who's asking questions about the, the two girls in the tower. What did you think of Vern on her little investigation trail in the tower? What did you think of that kind of little side of the story? I think it was really cool. I, I really liked it. Um, although I thought it was funny that um, uh, Leandrin uh, really sucks at acting. Like it was like <laughs> so painfully obvious that she was just full of shit. Um, so yeah, like just one of those things. But now that you mentioned about the lie, you know, that, that kind of puts this into a different perspective. Cause for me, I was just like, is this like a reds thing where they're just assholes? Like, so I, <laughs> or maybe she's just of her. That depending on how you look at it, you know, because I think over yeah. the years they have become a bit, you know, they don't take warders that are a little bit different from everybody else and they punch the main channelers. It's, yeah, I guess that gets tea after a while when you're basically, almost like teen genocide you know i know mm. it's not quite that because you're good at targeting specific people and they don't kill them but they kind of kill them because they all end up committing suicide afterwards anyway so it's mm -hmm. you know it's a bit of a death sentence so i guess that does get to people after a while but that doesn't mean they're all serving the dark though <laughs> certainly not well, yeah and i figured that but it was just that's why i didn't think anything of it i was just like man this god this woman um but yeah so Actually, the engine was a lot more one-dimensional in the books. It's like really quite and obviously oh. when she, when you find out she's a dark friend, it kind of doesn't make any sense. I really liked how they gave Leandra a lot more character in the show and spent time with her because it made her um, her almost betrayal of naive, who she she genuinely seems to like naive in some ways, um, but it made her betrayal of her kind of seem more worse if, if that makes sense uh, because they had built a bad yeah. character up whereas kind of when it happens in the book you're just like oh knew that was coming you know fair and I, i'm still curious as to whether or not she's <laughs> just an out and out bad bad person someone that's trying to play both sides long enough to see who will come on out on top and will side with whoever they need to if Ooh. possible or if uh they're ones that uh uh 
or if or if she's actually you know playing double agent with the purpose of being on the the side of the light and the end and with the whole kid thing you know that's what her ultimate goal is uh, you know either extend her her son's life or they go the other the other way like a highlander which is let me die you know let me age or or whatnot um mm. so it's like how how selfish does she end up being in the in the end and uh I don't yeah. really know which way it could go, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold on her just being a dark one for or the, a dark friend and just to get her her kid back or to end her own longevity. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure yet. I guess we don't like, quite know in the show yet what her motivations truly are. We have little hints yeah. at them, but you know, and I, it's not even some because because the book character is quite different, so we can't automatically assume that her journey in the show will match exactly what it is in the books um, yeah. because there's been quite a lot of differences so far already. So it's it's kind of hard to say exactly what will happen with Leandro. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting um, like Darth Vader, and I was wondering like maybe if she would like you know go back to good like right before dying or something because you know self sacrifice. Yeah, as long maybe. as long as she doesn't say no. <laughs> I hate you, George Lucas. I really do sometimes, man. No, I regret bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to the cantina, ladies okay, and last gentlemen. Kind of point I wanted to, to bring up, and then, then we'll get any kind of just any theories or wrapping anything up that you, you guys want to see or any negatives. But um, the IEL, what did you, we kind of, you, you talked about a little bit at the start, tell, which is uh, Avienda, and we see her you know, and our fighting skills. And we learn mm-hmm. a little bit more about the IU as well. Like, Perrin says they come from the West, but um, but Avienda says, no, we, we call it the threefold land, and she explains its purpose a little bit was to kind of shape them, test them and prepare them, and also punish them for the sin, which is something that they can't actually remember now what it, what it actually was. So they're kind of like this warrior society, and a lot of people have said they're very similar to kind of the Fremen in June that way. And I think there was mm. probably a little influence uh, on that side of things. But I think other than that, it all goes in a very different direction. So the, that's that's not not much of a spoiler in any way. But I really liked um, Avienda. I loved the way she talked, which was just like the books, you know, the way they mm-hmm. talk. They've got a different kind of culture, different kind of humour from... The wetlanders, as they call them, you know, because they the way they took they value water, you know, because it's completely different to the way people on the other side of the world do. So, what did you guys think of that? Any issues with it, or were, were you kind of cool and happy to learn more about the IEL? I I kind of want to learn more because I just found her, you know, a bit confusing. Like just kind of wanting to know um, what she is about. Um, she just kind of came off as weird, especially like the conversation after they get out of, yeah, out of the town. Yeah. It's just it like, a slightly strange conversation. Odd. Yeah, they yeah. are a little bit odd. Yeah, you, you know, and it, and at first when you even when you're reading the books and they come up, you're a bit like, you know, what's what's this? But you you will end up understanding it and and kind of I think enjoying it as 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 it goes forward. We meet more you as we go along. I'm always down with good good fights and mm-hmm. while it was dark it's not the ne- necessarily like best cut fight it's no like daredevil fight but it was a good fight it was a fun fight um and i'm down to see more um i'm not like super invested in the character or anything yet or like super curious but i'm i'm here for the ride mm. yeah cool 
Any kind of negatives or anything that you want to talk about this week? Not really. I didn't really have anything. I think the majority of this flowed well, went well. Sure, you can nitpick at some acting here or some mm. CGI compositing, editing even here and here and there. I don't even think I've had to complain about uh, uh, unnecessary lingering shots in this series is uh, so much. Cam, I I haven't yet. No, I don't um, think certainly. Maybe the first episode there was a little maybe. bit of that, you know, but uh, it's kind of dropped off. But you know, it's those little things and the lack of something super special for me as as someone who hasn't read the books that kept it from being an a plus but now i don't really have too much which to, is understandable to, to, yeah, to say. yeah i get that i think my only gripe now that i'm thinking about it the um moraine's nephew mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't like him i don't like him his hair he's his just, clothing oh god his, his hair was terrible he's just not like a character i don't think he's been yeah. Yeah, there to but, be likable but yeah yeah yeah, like where he he served his purpose, but you're like you're looking at him like what? Um, but yeah, like that was the only thing. I'm interested to see where they I go with that because yet. it's again it's going to be a slightly different story from the way it worked in, in the books with him. But but mm. you know um, it could go some similar ways as well. So I can't see him too much. But I mean, yeah, I'm interested to see how that one's going to all, all kind of play out in the end and, and link into the rest of the story going forward. Be interesting. But yeah, I don't like Bethany's either. Which mm. I think is absolutely fine. You know, you don't. Some people are just dicks, aren't they? You know, you yeah. Just come across characters uh, just like, like you just look like a jackass, and yeah, like I'm also wondering, like, is he even gonna get married? Because I'm wondering, like, with oh, the scene, so. like, with Moraine and Rand. Well, I'm just saying, like, is there going to be like chaos going oh, on because oh, that, Moraine that. came okay. back and it was just like you just put them in danger? Yeah. Why mm. aren't you still running? Why are you why are you cleaning yeah. up? You need to leave, you yeah. know. So yeah. I guess at the moment Marine's banking on the fact that although I think Lanfear would kill her in a split second without a second's hesitation, um, that she won't do that with Rand. Um, you know, at the moment. So I, I guess we'll, mm. we'll find out where it goes. I, I'm genuinely not sure how it'll, it'll all work in terms of the story. It's, it has veered off from the books quite a bit, but I think we'll, we'll get the same people have the same yeah. motivations and they're going in the same places. Any other kind of theories that you guys have got for where we can no, go next? I think we covered. I think we covered them all through throughout the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Glad to, I'm really looking forward to next week again, but you know, it's been great to hear uh, both of your thoughts again as non-book readers and you know, <laughs> it's glad to hear you give all the high scores as well, because I think we've all been in agreement that season two has been a lot better so far, and that's the kind of same feeling I'm getting online when I speak to fellow book readers, everybody's like this is so much better now, I'm really enjoying this and I'm kind of excited about the changes because now there's things that we don't know the answers to as well that we're kind of waiting to find out as well, Ring, so Rings of Power what? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see can they do the same with Rings of Power and bring it back oh, for a stellar second season I don't know, hope. but, but you know, we, we shall see we shall see, I'm less convinced on that one uh, well, that's it then any like, final words from you guys? Like, share, subscribe, check out merch. Links in the description box below. Other than that, we will be back next week for the Wheel of Time episode six, and we'll get close to the end now. So, see you next week, guys. And thanks very much for watching the Dragon Review. Bye.